Gentlemen, start your engines! Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotner. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little, uh, um, uh, technical goodies. Radio Hotner. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Day three of Classic Adelaide, special stage 23, after Macclesfield lunch stop. We're back at Lenswood on Cold, uh, Cold Store Road. Cold Store Road, exactly where we were last year, and there goes the Ford GT hurtling down the hill. Just walking up here to get ourselves in position, give a bit of a running commentary about what's going on. We'll do the same deal we did last year, sit up on the corner and watch the cars go through and give you a bit of a commentary on what's happening. Absolutely. Mark Bryant's leading the advance party. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Okay, what we got? It's the last Rana? No? No, oh, it's the old LJ. It's the LJ, yeah. XG1. Uh, 581. So for those of you, here's Rob Sherrard in the GD40, chassis oh, 1109. Same car we raced at Buller a couple of weeks ago. Sounding sweet as ever. Absolutely, it's just a problem I'm not in the car. Looking shiny than it was at Buller even, doesn't it? It does look very shiny actually. Who's the uh, mechanic with the glasses? Aaron. From, uh, Looks like he's been working very hard on the car. Giving it a good polish. Here we got the, uh, what is it, uh, BMW, BMW 2.2, TII. Banks mobile. So the road hasn't changed at all from last year, has it, Jake? No, Although they haven't moved the, the sign. Oh, well, we'll just break it down for the for the viewers. Basically, the, uh, the, the they come into uh, they come into uh, a view at the top of about a 200 metre light hill, uh, left-handed down, and a hard 90 degree right-hander into Fox Creek Road and. Um, Right in front of us here is a uh, early 72, 911. I won't, have, I won't have any more of that facetious behaviour, Mark Bryant. We better have Mark. We better have Mark Bryant. Usually he's got the '69 Camaro in the event. Here's the uh, NC Mustang. I didn't say that. Did you say cheating? <laughs> don't get me in the shit. I've already you been sued twice this year. I mean, I don't want Steve Jobs going to put the explicit tag on again. <laughs> well, that's a bit of a, well, there's been a bit of stuff going on with Radio Hot Lap this year. A lot of stuff. This is a. Uh, what? 
Yes, uh, Mark Bryan, business development manager and uh, legal specialist and fire putter out in grass cutter. There's the old uh, A9X. This is It's not Joe. It looked like Joe. It did. It was an A9X. But it sounded like Joe. It was an A9X. But it wasn't Joe. Pretty big crowd here today. I think it's the biggest crowd than we had last year. Damn difficult to park down the road there. Probably all these people have arrived here this year because of our broadcast last year and they've all realised what a great spot it is. Just for a change. Just for something different. 944. 944. Four, 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 well, they're obviously having their own party this year. They decided that if they were going to have that many people There's walking the, through uh, their garden. What's this, uh, the, this Porsche? Oh, it's that funny one, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Come on, Mark, what is it? Yeah, it's, it's the... 914. 914. Yeah, two years ago, we did the engine and you pulled the engine That's right, you did too. And then he got it back on the road and he dropped the clutch in the very first stage. Oh, he's spending the whole night doing the engine. So, yeah. A bit like Rowan. Oh, I mean, uh, Mick. Mick. Hey. Yeah, well, you had a bit of a, uh, a tough time there at Mount, Mount Buller a couple of weeks ago, Mark Yeah, Bryant. we sort of pushed it a little bit too hard off the line as we were drifting off sideways and we broke the axle in, inside the diff housing. It went over. And you had a bit of a, a big moment across the top of the and second last corner. very big the moment the, uh, on the, the um, second last corner. We did 360 on the top, drifted sideways off to the edge. All I could see was trees and about 200 foot drop. And but Johnny wasn't even navigating. Wasn't here, here we go, <laughs> there's Len Catlin. Catlin, Catlin. Nice, take it easy. Get it out there, Manny. That's it. Oh, no, no, he doesn't look like he's cheating. He's not cheating. He's not cheating. He's just hanging. Did they have disc brakes on that model? I didn't I think, think they did. They Maybe did. there was an option. Might have been an option, like a factory option. South African yeah. option. It must have been a South African option, definitely. But a piranha option. Piranha <laughs> option, yeah. <laughs> Just talking to Jack Ellsgood on the phone, and he said he'd uh, really like to have had the Piranha here this year, but obviously it'll be next year. So, um, you know, got, got 12 months to build it, Jack. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, that's right. He's got a fair bit of research to do to get there. There's the old RS200, 2000, is it? 2000, yeah. It's good. It was RS200, it would have been and gone already. Oh, he's done a classic rally. Oh, yeah, that was pretty stylish. He was going for the um, Scandinavian flick that realised he was on bitchman. It was interesting to watch it at Buller, the difference between the the Pedder, the Pedder's Group N car and uh, Rookland Long in the full full works car, um, about how they turn in. One was much smoother than the other. RX-7 Series 1. Had one of those, it was exhaust like that, drove me nuts driving to Brisbane. <laughs> she didn't like it either. <laughs> What are you chuckling about? This time last year you just bought a new digital camera. I did. Is this it still? Yeah, it's still the same one. Well, you've got nothing to tell one. us, have you? I've got 255 shots left. Okay, the old early 9-11, early 70s, yeah. It's like 78. 78. The fidelity is a lot better with this... Uh, Fifth generation iPod and, um, and mic system. Uh, a lot better than what we had last year, Mark. Yep. And uh, very surprised about the record quality the other day, so it should be pretty good. Nice one, viewers. Very nice little turn in there. Hard down, fast in, on the brakes. Hard out. Off to the bar. Gary Blackman of Melbourne from Gary Blackman Motor Trimmers has got an awesome um, Healy with a 350 engine in it, and I've seen it pull 12 second flat quarter miles at Calder in the wet. That that oh, here we are, another not awesome. another 911. Oh, is this another Porsche? Stop it. Is this a 9 one 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 or a 9 one 
Eddie. It's a doctor's Porsche. It's a doctor's Porsche. They, they buy those. Is there another doctor? No, it's not a doctor. No, this, this one looks more like a gynecologist. He's having a bit of... <laughs> what is the... Not sounding too much. Yeah, I, I, I actually prefer the blue yeah. stripe than I the red stripe. He pulled seventh gear then. There's something big and nasty coming up the top of the hill here. Oh, oh get on the gas, it's a green Porsche. Yeah, this is going to be a good corner. Strong sounding car. But they just sound like Porsches, Johnny. But that new 9997 and a half that Jimmy Richards has got that he had up the bullet, that was a nice sounding car. Uh, well, for the one lap that it did up there. Yeah, for the one lap it did. Did it do a full lap or did it get halfway up? Yeah, no, it made it halfway up there. Like, it did half up, a lap, to, up to so the village or something half, like that. Half a lap and then he took his bat and ball and packed no, up. No, Mark, don't be like that. He did. There's a 911 in golf colours. Yeah, this is uh, Cookie. He's president of the Porsche Car Club in Melbourne with Tracy Williams navigating. Yes. She could sort. Yeah, she's a lovely bird, yeah. She was up at the Buller with some other dude in another Porsche. As you do. Could have been a doctor. So, banana Porsches in bunches? Yeah, in bunches. Yeah. Bunches, okay. Bunches of Porsches. There we go, there. Another Porsche. Just another like Porsche. Jeff, Jeff Taylor and... Is it? Yes, hang on. Uh, yes. Yeah, GT. Jeff, Jeff Taylor and uh, Harper. 15 time target man, 15 years straight is that target? Uh, lunch stop at Macclesfield. So he's basically bought half of Tasmania. Is that right? <laughs> the uh, lunch stop at Macclesfield was a bit interesting today. Uh, Walter Zipster, Zipster was the Austrian Formula One commentator and um, was there. Had a chat to uh, Alan Simonson and didn't realise that Alan is actually a, uh, uh, the third cousin of uh, Prince Frederick of Denmark. Volksy. Hurtling, Hurtling, Hurtling. Hey there. Doing a Herbie. Going a bit harder hey than Herbie, that's for sure. So, uh, Rob's old ass. Yeah. Alan's is really enjoying himself. Yeah, been with his Rob's old car. There's another RX-7, oh, early RX-7, go Series 1 or 2. Why fix it so they go. make that noise? Well, they're, they're rotaries. <laughs> what is a rotary? <laughs> series 3, I can tell, but it's got, got the electric windows. Sounds like a bumblebee. I've been trapped in one of those cars before. Have you? Yes, absolutely. Someone farted and had their hands over the electric windows. <laughs> the doors were locked. It was, it was, it was terrible. A lovely afternoon here in the Lenswood Vineyards. It is. It's absolutely spectacular. For me, for me this is actually the first other than Mount Buller, as in, oh, this is the first event I've ever come to as a spectator. And quite honestly, I don't know why you can't, because you can't see anything, John. Well, um, this is a nice spot. But this is a lovely spot, yeah. Cheese and wine, perhaps, Mike? Macclesfield Bar was nice. And where were we yesterday? We were in Victor Victor Harbour, and then we had a... A fish and chip shop down the road. Flying fish. uh, Flying the ocean. Yeah, that was a nice day. Didn't see any cars, but... Oh, the old BDA Escort. There you go. Oh, this is a bit of a weapon. Stevie Richards ran one last year, but didn't get on, didn't last too long. No, he, he broke the uh, gearbox, I think, on the, on the prowl or something. Just a lot. What's that, is that a pregnant horse? How pregnant? Oh, here's your favourite. Uh, Harry Frog Eyes. It's a little Frog Eyes Bright. They just chopped the headlights off. Oh! Oh, hang on a minute. What, yeah, have I got to do something? This is that a later rate, later rate, because you can do it. I want to see the big Pantera come through here. Yeah. Another RS2000. Big flared guards on it. Probably like circa 78, 79. Oh, 
Oh, Mark Tini does a good oh, job supplying that outfield. He does a good job, doesn't he? Like no one else bothers to do it. No one else bothers. There he is, stuck in some smelly petrol truck in the middle of nowhere. It's not rocket science, but it's a service, isn't it? It's a good service. People don't mind paying. Rocket science is just rocket fuel. That O240. 240Z, yes. slide in that corner and then kick it out. Is that another Porsche? Very hard to tell. Yes, another 911 Carrera. Stayed away from the Benbrook uh, stand in Macclesfield. Oh, a little bit of a tailing thing. Another 911. We gave him a plug last year. <laughs> we did give him a plug last year. Interesting how the different sounds of the different Porsches. 1974. With a bag full of money. We caught up with Cody last night at dinner and he's, he's, he's been involved with bringing a few cars out here, hasn't he? Yeah, he's always got his sniffing around to do a deal. Cody's one of those blokes, he's, he's just got the next best mate around the corner that he's just sniffed out a deal and he had some dude here from Sydney last night that sells cars up in Sydney. They're just looking to buy a few, a few wheels to sell. What have we got here, mate? That's another 911. He's even got 911 on his, on his number plate, just in case you don't know what it is. There's too much confusion. I can't believe how many people are here today. It's absolutely packed out down here. This well, they heard we were coming back. Something meaty coming up the back there. There's a bit of a gap there. There he is. Oh, what is this? It's a caterer? It's a caterer. It's an old one. It's a Lotus. It's a Lotus 7, but it's not really a one. Yeah, very sick. Yeah, they think they're doing too well. One more stage after this, back to the service park, I think, and back to the Hilton Bar. As you do. Don't knock that motorcycle over. It's uh, the wrong weight you don't want to knock over is the, uh, the copper on his bike under his Jacobs Creek umbrella there. Very appropriate for the air. This really is a pregnant pause this time. Nothing coming down at all. Well, haven't you got anything to tell us, Jacob? Oh, I've really got very little to say, Johnny, other than that Macclesfield was spectacular as usual. Very relaxing and pleasant there. And uh, another good day at Classic Someone's coming up through now. Definitely sounds like another 911. Yeah. Oh, it's a 944. Or a 924, no, 944, or is it a... Yes, 924. 928? 
what are you going to do when they run out of number nine combinations to use? They're getting up there. They've had nine till up, nine till Well, then they've got the 9-9-7 What about the 9 9 eight? Well, that'll be down the track. 2010, they're going to have a, what are they going to call it, a 10-10? Well, they, 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 the 996 has been out for a fair few years. I don't, I'm not a Porsche aficionado. Um, oh, then, then, oh, then excuse then me, gentlemen. They've cheated. They've gone into the GT 3s, 2s and 3s still, haven't they? Yes, they have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they but that's all Carreras, though, isn't it? That's Carreras. It's not yeah. Yeah. Not in shape. Pass us a ham sandwich, will you, out of the Esky? No, I left it in the car, John. <laughs> what, you brought the Esky up and no, left the ham sandwiches my, in the car? My job is to bring the fags and the booze. <laughs> Which he excels at, as we all know. Like beer. This is a non-smoking show. It's a non-smoking hill. There's no cigarettes and there's no booze and there's no ham sandwich. No, it's definitely not a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. That's right. Yeah, what did well, you call for this one? you say left or right? So we don't have Mark on the show very often. Uh, he is on the, the picture of him and... Uh, and, uh, and Nick yep. on the uh, on the on the team page on the website, but uh, no, not uh, not available for comment very often. Yes. Just been checked on there. Twenty-one coming over the to check on Mark. Why haven't I got my media Because they know he's from Victoria. Where's my media? Come and harass him. They've got red ones and pink ones, and you've got nice baby coloured ones. I've just got dirty old. We've been here 21 minutes and they come to check on us now. Suddenly there's a big pause, isn't there? No, no, it was, it was giving us a look once over, we just sort of went away. Something meaty coming up. Smells like a V8. Definitely does. Oh, it's the LJXU1. Yeah, well, you can hear them going. Not, not real easy to get those things working. What are a car? What, what a car like that work? Are they, what are they worth? Oh, they're not worth heaps, are That's number seven. So yes, uh, disappointing to hear you've broken the Camaro, but it should be back out uh, for Lake Mountain in, in January. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one because of the downhill section. You can't see anyone with brakes at the end of that. 944. Four. Four. Yep, yep, it replaces the... Uh, the, the we did it in the snow in March this year, which was a bit of a hoot. Because we get to the top of the mountain, what do we see? Just white, right across the road, both sides of the hill. It was very slippery then. But the downhill run in January is going to be exciting. <coughs> now we head off back up there again in March and do it as a straight hill climb, an uphill run, but I don't think I'll be going there without chains on. There was um, uh, a gentleman from uh, Threadbow who was very interested in in the uh, yeah. mountain mo mountain motorsports and Peter Washington running an event uh, around the mount the, yeah, uh, the Threadbow. On calling an event so that was very good. Sort of what would you call it, the, the northern states of Australia? Because when you think about it, all these. It's like, that's just another Porsche. It was a 968, wasn't it? Well, well, I, I don't think how it could fit into the category because they're about nine, early 90s or something. Big three-liter four-cylinder. Yeah, well, that's four 90, is, is 80, isn't it? 79. No, it's 89 cutoff. Right. So 90's the latest because you get a one-year grace. This will be another Carrera. Martini colours. 
do the uh, <laughs> do they advance the eligibility one year every year now? No, there's a there's a one year clause on, on all cut off points of um, cars and periods, so they give you one year grace either side of the make of a model, which can stretch it out to the, the current model. You know, as in an '89 car could be called a '90, and it still qualifies. So down in the lower areas of the '72s, which is the the model. 911. A normal cutoff for uh, classic competition, which sees a lot of the, the Mustang, Camaros, Corvettes, those type of cars. You can squeeze that out to about 73, which can put you in a second generation car, basically. Not a great deal of difference. You've still got no brakes and no suspension, no towing on the front end. Another rotary. <laughs> It's got a, got a big, fairly big port in it, uh, like difficult to get on the gas there. Yeah. Sort of, what would you call them? Queen bees. <laughs> Mark's got a bit of a bee in his bonnet today. <laughs> buzz, buzz. Is that a queen bee? This reminds me of Rick Shaw. Well, that's definitely sounding a lot healthier than the previous one, I think. One of them obviously had a fairly large port in it, the other one a bit milder. But, uh, 10th year of Classic Adelaide. Uh, probably biggest crowds, like last night in the in the street in Guji Street. It was probably the biggest crowds I've ever seen. Yeah, I reckon it's the biggest crowds I've ever seen on it. Everywhere we've been so far, it's just huge. This might be a caterer. Dozen of us sat there last night outside the barbecue, a barbecue city, uh, Chinese restaurant on the footpath there. Absolutely wonderful meal, very oh, cheap. Top and meal, yeah. Yep. Yeah. company and cheap, and we made everybody pay their own bill. <laughs> I didn't get sucked in finally. Yeah, there's been a bit of swanning around the uh, Hilton Bar with race suits on, I've noticed, during the week, late into the evening. It's a classic, you know. Old Johnny, he, he hasn't actually got to participate in too many events. But here he is this year. Hang on, dealers. We've got a, a mad man at the wheel coming down here. He drifted right out to another Porsche. That's Jimmy Richards and Barry Oliver. And then they that top corner up there and they come down here. When they get here, they're still shitting their pants over that corner and they come down here and they back off. So we need yeah. to be up on that corner up there. They're going the wrong corner. Anyway, back to swanning around, you know. Um, Johnny hasn't done too many events over the years, but he's, he's actually got to participate in quite a few now. And I caught him up at Mount Bullock at 9 o'clock in the evening, swanning around in the bar with his driver's suit on. An absolute <laughs> You idiot, I wasn't. <laughs> Oh, here we go. We know what this is, oh, don't it's we? the LH. Uh, SLR. Oh, by the... the door open. Oh, door's open. Hello, Forrest. Jump out the wheel or something. The light was on. Now, you're, you're, just, you're just, just tossing off there, Mark, because that wasn't... Uh, and, and in any case, when I'm talking about hey, Buller, we're just, actually um, talking about the Hilton Bar here. At Classic Adelaide, there's been a lot of like, uh, late swanners in... Uh, uh, oh, you always get that, but they're always the ones in the touring group too, you yeah? know. Tootless. Tootless, yeah. The ones in the tootless and the thoroughbred tootless, who are actually not in competition, but they just in their Yes, it's not really, uh, it's fairly unsavoury behaviour, isn't it, Jonathan? It is, absolutely. I mean, you know, who do I think they are? Just, there you go. Motorsports, motorsport, you get these people. Obviously, uh, more pose sense than competition sense, maybe. So, Everybody order of the field there. Did you say that was Jimmy? It was. It was Jimmy. So Jimmy's about, there's probably three or four more cars ahead of Jimmy. So we've got Rex Broadbent ahead of Jimmy at the moment on day three. Heading towards the close of day three. And I still haven't seen the um, the Catman Pantera come through yet. No, the Cal Calanon. No, Cal Calanon Pantera, sorry. 
No, uh, it, uh, it won our class at, uh, at, at Mount Buller, yes. Yeah. And, and he's, he's won one of the targets at one stage a few years back, I remember, in the same car. He's quite a good steer. Oh, he's a top steer. And the kids the kids come along for the ride. And it was a typical motor racing family up at Mount Buller with, totally. with the, the, the kids driving the, the 74,000 horsepower. The thing that bothers um, me is I just they, they've all got different hairstyles. No, but the best thing was, guess what the, what the crew were driving around in? The latest McHummer with 28-inch... Rims? Uh, the H2, I saw that, yes. Thing, wasn't it? That was really nice. Yep, Josh has got one of them. And I suppose, Josh the Tosh. And, and Gavin Bulls. Oh, of course. Oh, I, think, I heard he was getting one. What are you sniffling about? That was a fly. It's just annoying me. Yes, the rusty sausage is actually out on uh, on course, but uh, the flies have been... Have been well, back on the boys last year, remember the boys here last year, they had that big monster Monaro with the exhaust. Oh yes, and then they didn't they, they stuck it in last day. the second corner, they had the thing off the road and all over the joint, they're really giving it heaps, they're really having a go. And they're, they're experienced kids because they do a lot of dirt rallying as well. And one particular stage, one of the sons has put it off the road, smacked a tree, fixed it up big time, it was towards the end of the stage, and the officials had to come over and break up the two boys were punching each other out. Was that right? One was blaming the other. It was an well, absolute riot. Well, uh, you went home early at, at Mount Buller, but the very last run up the af uh, in the afternoon, uh, the, uh, the, the three right, um, just past the start of the prologue, with the chaos there at the top of the mountain, the young boys had stuck the VB Commodore in. Straight into the side of the bank. Oh, it wasn't too, it wasn't too bad. And yeah. the car's back here this weekend. But he was still in really good times. Isn't he? I remember one of his runs that I was participating in, in the watching since he was pulling a 9.54, which is pretty good. If you, anyone getting under the, the 10 minute mark on Buller is really having a go. Um, and I think he got down to 9.40 or something, which is a pretty good effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Considering and, uh, the Lambos coming in at 8.59 as one of the quickest times on the mountain that's ever been done. And you're looking at, you know, what, $600,000 investment as against probably $100,000 around. Yep. So that's a pretty good game. Yeah, you definitely know when, you, when you're under under 10 minutes and we, we got down to 9.39 on the last run up the, up the mountain. But, uh, you know, in the, in the GT40, the speed, it, you don't really feel the speed. It, it's, I think, you know, you've got a lot to do anyway. You just get a job. And... Yeah, well, I suppose the... I suppose your ass is, is, is working flat out hanging onto the seat, isn't no, it? No, it's actually very going? comfortable. It's, it, it's, it's more comfortable than your Camaro. Well, it's not built for Ooh, comfort, is bitchy. it? No, it's not. Well, you can stick it up his ass. He won't be getting back in the, in the Camaro. Oh, it's slagging off at the Camaro. Oh, look, we're going to get... <laughs> well, I don't think I'll be allowed back in it. So, but you'd be selling it now and buying something else, wouldn't you? Well, I'll be moving on shortly. Yeah, I'll, I'll be looking at another something else to have some fun in. Yeah, it's, it's like a project. You need to sort of start it again. Yeah, you've, had, you've, had, yeah you've gone through those years and you just miss that tootling away in the workshop at midnight every night trying to prepare for rallies and in the last minute putting the car on the trail and running the engine in while you drive it to a rally. You miss all that stuff. Yeah, I'm sure you do, Mark. I'm sure you do. Messing around late at night, greasy yeah, hands. And that's right, only because they've done nothing all year, viewers, and uh, the last two weeks before they're, they're due to come over to Classic Adelaide, they've got to work like niggas every day. Oh, I can't say that. No, you can't. Work like hard-working people. Corvette for the first time in competition, so I watched the three- or four-month lead-up in preparing the roll cage and everything else which was an absolute scream to see the amount of effort that goes into preparing for these events. Nobody really realised, I think we just bring these cars out, roll them out of the garage and off they go, ready to go. Every event, you without, uh, without fail, go to improve something on the car, being suspension, being brakes, whatever it is, and allowing for bits that you break, and it takes you each event to get the thing back on the road running again. And it was an absolute scream to see Rowan stressed off his head to 10, 9, 10, 11, 12 o'clock every night, trying to fix things that just weren't right to get the car on the road, but he got it there, and you know, I've been there and done that for many, many years. Been uh, hearing a few um, noises from people uh, on the PC platform that they're not very happy with uh, the stability of iTunes 7, um, and um, and the fact that you actually have to unmount and remount the device all the time. What do, you, do you know much about this? No, I hadn't heard about it actually until a couple of days ago, but uh, Mark was actually talking to me about it last night, so uh, I'm sure that uh, we'll see 703 out in no time flat. 
just to keep all the PC users happy. Just to bring us back to what we're doing here at Motorsport, we have quite a big pause going on here, and we have not seen Rex Paul events, so this would suggest that there's something going on either behind us or further on down the road, because we've still got about four or five cars to go, and this is interesting. Bit of a kerfuffle, you think? Yeah. There's a kerfuffle going on. There's definitely a kerfuffle. <laughs> Somebody could have gone in. Anyway, back to iTunes 7 to Who's that? Bill, Bill, whoever? Bill, Bill Moneymaker Bill? Bill Gates, yeah. As usual, he's brought out a product again that's not compatible with the platform. I mean, we know Apple products work, but then you stick it on a, on a PC and it just does stupid things and crashes and carries on. So. Here we are again. I've got to wait for Apple to give us the next version to get it to run on the stupid Windows XP, but maybe one day Bill Gates will make his software work. I don't know. Oh, new Vista's coming out soon, so I suppose uh, everyone's been bitching and moaning about the cost of it and uh, the hardware overhead. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, there's not that many people on it. How, how hard can it be? I mean, Apple's had their iOS 10 out for how many years now, JP? Um, be coming up to seven, wouldn't it? I was ten. I mean, we've got to come to the point where we're just going to get a computer, computer chip in the brain, and you don't have to carry all these boxes and cables around anymore. And you just be able to hi-fi wire yourself to each other and do it like that. Yeah, something's happening here for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah you're not used to uh, coming to rallies unless you're actually driving, but yeah, uh, mate, yeah, you are quite enjoying this, aren't you? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. a, it's a real sociable uh, yeah, event to go yeah, to, and the weather's good lovely. It's fun just hanging around, good weather, plenty of bling down to look at. Yeah, I mean, the little trips in the car, you can not often let Johnny do the driving, it's, it's okay. Um, what's, it like, what's it like when these when you get these sort of breaks when you're actually in the event, Mark, and you just got to sit and wait because you know something's happening further up the road? Does it drive you nuts? You know something's going on, and without Carl, the officials never know themselves what's going on because they can't radio back what the issue is until somebody goes and finds it. But you've got to remember, they have these SOS points on most of these stages within probably 3k of each section of road so they can report it back but you just sit in the car just frying everything up and then you finally get out on the road you get going and you, you'll get to a control and they'll go you know 4.2k in there's a car off the road it's it's not in your drive line keep going cool yes um there was a lot of waiting around at Buller, I remember too. Like I, I couldn't understand why we'd do one run and then go to the service park for almost two hours and we didn't need to service any. Yeah, Pete, Pete Washington's going to get an ass kicking over that because I know a lot of people were really disappointed with the with the time it took, and I know that what they've done is they've already put a circular out because the good thing what Pete is doing is he's asking the competitors what they want. So there's already been a circulation out to all the competitors saying, look, if we're going to have this sort of road, because remember we can't run four stages in a day because it tears the bitumen up so we can only run three so what does everybody want to do do we want to have a sleep in and finish late or we prefer to finish you and go and work on a car and you're in the bar at six o'clock so they need to think about that or compact it down over two days and not spread it over three days and have it over and done with yeah well we saw that during the um in the afternoon we managed to get the uh the runs going every two hours so um, really, yeah, which is what he needs needs to do. But then he, he needs to, because the turnaround situation, if there's a problem, if he gets over 100 cars, it means the time to turn the cars around up the top and bring them all back down the mountain again, clear the road off. Because I think there was one of the, the last the last stage that I was at on the morning, the last morning on the Sunday before lunch, there was a car dropped oil. And it virtually closed the village off for nearly an hour and a half while they cleared the road and the oil and everything off the road. Here we go, we're back again. All right, we're on. What have we got? It's a Ferrari uh, 308 TDV, yes. TDV, yes. He needs to fix his exhaust up, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, speaking of exhaust, yes. Uh, oh, this comes up. It's another uh, another BDA escort.
Russia. <coughs> oh, it's Kevin Weeks. Oh yeah, I remember seeing it on the. I, I saw it on the. Saw it on the. On the TV. This is this is the Rex Broadbent, the current. He's going for five this year. This will be five. five in a row. Jimmy's absolutely don't even try to beat him. Can't do it. Well, who's uh, leading? Well, I saw Rex last night. He said he was just marginally in front, but he wasn't sure. And then they've reseated this field. There's a very tidy line into the pool. Another 944 turbo. But then he's got to remember. Rex would be out on the road in the morning and he would have passed probably half a dozen cars during the day. Um, so that would push him further up the field. They wouldn't reset him at lunchtime. So you can't necessarily say that he should be the last car through on every stage. Because he'll go into a stage and pass two, three, four cars and keep creeping up the field. Ladies well, are getting a bit restless here. Um, there's a runaway tram, uh, trolley. Tram. Down the hill there, so obviously being left unattended and, uh, and in tears, I'm sure. <laughs> Took the corner far too fast for a prank. <laughs> yes, very dry out here. Dry everywhere in Australia at the moment. So very dry indeed. So here in the Mount Crawford Forest. Yep, right on the edge of Mount Crawford here. Oh my god. Look what we've got. Oh, that's a huge one. It's the Datsun 1200. Datsun 1200 coupe. Very neat. Oh, that was the biggest, biggest bit of action viewers we've seen this afternoon. It looked like he was about to turn it around. Anyway, trying a bit too hard. So look after the front, the back will look after itself. <laughs> I don't know, I look at that rock that's... Oh, the TR8, is it? Triumph, TR8. Oh, nice. Very high indeed, I think. Yeah, it sounded like a little bit down the continent. It's automatic. Here's the Callanan boys. <laughs> Well, we were standing down the bottom of Buller with his, uh, the boys and, and, and their father and, and mum down there and uh, then got to the top and as I said before the VB stuck it in and uh, there was Keith having a bit of a chat and I said um, did you see that he went yep I saw him on the side and I went tickets <laughs> but you love your family I'll tell it to you straight <laughs> off, off to bed without your HDT that's right <laughs> and don't be asking for nothing tomorrow don't you be asking I don't think uh, the chops were quite done at the last stop and uh, just had to wait a little bit, you know, for Mr. Crispy to come out to play and then they should be able to go on. 
Um, it's good to see they got their act together this year and put the competition ahead of the footballers because, like, it's really about competition cards because that's what people come in to see, not so much the footballers. And um, last year was extremely frustrating on the last day because I think they canned two or three of the road stages. But it's another classic, you know, typical duck. We don't get any money back. We're not still getting to drive the roads that we paid to drive on because you've got all these touring cars out there in front of us. We run out of road time. But this year they swapped it around and put the uh, competition cars back in the front. Um, you uh, were having a bit of breakfast this morning, but um, up the road and we came back and your dinner was being cooked. Yeah, it was 8 o'clock in the morning and there was the big curry going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, what's going on? Isn't that a bit weird? Oh, I've got that flat mate of yours. He's, he's got. And, and why would you eat <laughs> pasta with curry at 8 o'clock in the morning? He, well, I'll tell, tell you, his days are numbered. And. Uh, so Miss Briz Vegas will be down here joining the, the household. Ah, oh, that's uh, right, yeah, Johnny's getting married. Yeah, yeah. Shut up, you That's quite true. Well, you and Miss Briz Vegas have, uh, have you stated quite plainly, that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a done deal. So, but it's, it's like don't a, go squirming out of it now. No, you see Johnny these days and it's like another pimp from everywhere he goes. <laughs> You know, should be listening to this boy. Yeah. She's, she's a lovely girl. You stop winding her up. Not winding her up so severely. Oh, she's uh, absolutely gorgeous. Back on the action again. Uh, another uh, media escort. RS200, yes. They're a strong car. They are very strong, and it'd be good, it'd be good to be able to drive a car like that where you can really rev that rev the hell out of it. Oh, he's your mate in the. Uh, uh, H uh, no, it's like an LH253. Yes. What model we got? It's BB. because he would only be 10 seconds behind the L34 and the L34, I know that guy, just, I think it rustles his name, he, he has a go in that thing. Um, so the SS is something pretty hard. So Russell can hustle. Whoa, close but no cigar. So yeah, another SLR5, oh it's got a bit of He's obviously seen the crowd and uh, doesn't look like it's too stable though. It looks like it's all over the place. It's very lively at the rear, isn't it? Here comes the test. Mark's such an expert on all these things. It's a TR, TR8 again. Throw the dog a bone rover, 3500. 3500. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is the RX4 coupe. Very quick little car, this. Nice gears. Come on, Mark, what's this? See if you can get this, this one wrong this as well. You've got to get the last one wrong. That's a double decker bus. That's a double decker bus. Last night to uh, the local uh, real estate icon Michael Brock. 
Yes. And uh, by the end of the evening, it looks like I'm going to be doing some some navigating with him and in the uh, in the Palo Racing Coopers Palo Racing Evo 8. Oh, that sounds like fun. So yeah. Whereabouts? Don't know. I'm taking. This is the uh, M M BMW M3, one of the very original one. Oh yeah. A few years back, we followed him around a really twisty bit of road, and he passed us. So naturally, when you get a faster car past you, you tend to stay with them and just drive on their brake lines because they're a better driver than you because they pass you basically. And we sat behind him for quite a while, and he was putting this thing in the corners and lifting the front wheel up around corners. He was driving at that age. Oh, another Tirana. LH, no LJ, LJ is it? Yes. Oh. Very sad though, this is the first year that uh, Peter Brockside here with us. Uh, was Randy last year punting the Alpen Streamliner around for a bit of a, sh bit of a show and shine sort of thing. Yeah, but, that was a tuple thing. But, but uh, yeah, sad that uh, Pete's not here, isn't it? Yeah, it is, absolutely. Oh, very wide. That's a, uh, a 944, having a bit of a slither. You pull it. But what's he pulling? This is the question. That's right. Turn around, turn around, turn around. Turn around, turn around. Turn around, turn around. Turn around, Another rotary, yeah. Seven very sideways. That RX4, it, it had really good, nice close gears, didn't it? Like you hear it come This one? Look, my Huh? It's in the car. Did you borrow this bloke's media jacket thing? Sorry? No. Did you borrow yours? No, mate. I've got my one. Where's your media? It's media. It's probably down in the car. It's probably down in the car. Have it your media one. Can you give me back? Why don't you give me back? I haven't got anything. He's got the key. Off you go. Why don't you give me back his green thing or I have to get all your... Oh, relax. No worries, mate. Well, look at my problem, you know. Here's Linda's Evo 8. The Rookland long car that's actually... Well, as you see, uh, once again, we've always found a, a bit of officialdom that wants to give us a bit, of a bit of a, a pitch and moan. <laughs> Nothing in particular. We're good at that. So uh, I think that's... Radio uh, hot lap controversy, boys. I think we're just about wrapped up anyway. That's the end of the stage. It is. Oh, yes. All right.